Hey, this is Monica from Theo Taren. Welcome to the Johnny Taco Show. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with a, another exciting and informative episode of Origin Stories Unplugged. Today we have the guys from Autumn Eve. We have Autumn, David, and Ben, which you know who Ben is. Everybody knows Ben. If you live in the Waxahachie area, uh, you know Ben. You probably passed into him, seen his uh, workout videos, all that good stuff. So everybody give a round of applause for Ben. Woo! <laughs> so uh, before I get to the before I get to the the meat is what the uh, people say of the story of the show. I just want to give a shout out to Finding Hope Festival and October seventh. There is a battle of the bands. So if you think your band can outdo ten other bands, <laughs> uh, you just go into the. Uh, Go into the little uh, FindingHopeFestival.com, I believe. Go into there, click on uh, the Battle of the Bands, uh, pay an entry fee. Uh, and this is a crowd participation. So you let your mama know, you let your sister know, your your cousins, your friends, that total stranger that keeps staring at you when you're uh, doing laundry. Uh, just anybody, you just let them know, hey, uh, can y'all please come and cheer for my band? And whoever wins, whoever wins the uh, the battle of the bands gets to open up for the band Disciple in November 18th, which is my birthday. And in order for y'all to be a part of that, you have to give me a present. I'm just joking. Just joking. But uh, just want to let you know that is coming up, uh, Battle of the Band. So I'm pretty excited because I am one. Uh, I am a judge for it. So, you know. Tacos is always good to lean the scale. <laughs> and bribe you. The bribe, the, the scale, the scale, the scale, uh, the scale, tilt the scale a little bit. Tacos, tacos, it never seen. hurt. It never hurts. <laughs> now, now, if they are uh, store-bought tacos, like at a freezer, then maybe the scale will be against you because those are not real tacos. Amen. I don't even think they're real meat. Could be dog. Oh my! No, no offense to all the people that actually eat dog that watch this or listen to this podcast. Um, you know, it's a dog eat dog world. Uh, anyways, so uh, with all that, we we do have origin story T shirts. If you want to help support the podcast, if you want to help. Um, just help me uh, build the kingdom because this is what this podcast was about. This is how it started. It started with a vision. I like, what can I do to serve the Lord? And uh, because I am not a very good pastoral person, I cannot remember verses in my head. I can I can paraphrase it. It might not come out the right way. It might be two verses mixed into one. You know, it's a, a, a goulash kind of a sermon I would be able to give. But uh, I, I said, you know what I want to do something and one thing that came to it was why don't you interview 
people get their testimonies, get their music out there, help out uh, striving Christian bands such as yourselves to go out there and uh, push push forward your ministries and and you know just have a good old time because that's what we're we're Christians, we're family, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to sit down, have a good time, enjoy it, and just uh, worship in the Lord. So with that, if you want to buy a T-shirt, they are twenty five dollars. If you buy two of them. I'll take $5 off, so it would be, what is that, uh, $45? Yeah, $45, um, $5 off, which uh, you can save for a McDouble because the McDouble prices are going up. All right, I don't want to get into that because this is not a political show. This is a, a show about testimonies and about music, good music. And it is my honor to meet uh, for the first time ever, well, except for Ben, because I've seen him for like five years, never, never, you, it never ceases to amaze me the different hairstyles that this man has got throughout the years. He's got that Jesus look one year, and then he's got that uh, Chad look, ultimate Chad look, and then he's got the beard, and then, and then he don't have a beard. And he has a half a beard. But anyways, this is not about you. Quit talking so much. Gosh. Gosh. Anyways, uh, we're here with the band Autumn Eve. Uh, Hello, Autumn. Hey. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. uh, I saw that video when I first saw that video. It was pretty awesome. Oh, what video? Uh, Courageous. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, What what song was that? Oh, that song. Yeah, that song right there. Uh, Yeah, when I first saw it, and then uh, you're like, well, I'm I'm here with your friend, Ben. I was like, which Ben? I know like 15 of them. (laughs) Oh, your friend, Ben, over at at the church. Okay, that narrows it down to three. (laughs) And they go, we're eating tacos. Okay, well, would you like to be on the show? And that's pretty much how we got it started. Yes. So. Um, tell us a little something about you. How how did you get into uh, Christian um, rock metal? What do we? What do we? What is your genre? What do you want to call yourself? Um, um, the genre that I most identify with at the moment is going to be hard rock, a little bit of metal, and even a little bit of gloomcore. I just discovered that genre. Gloomcore is kind of like ambient rock, so that's super fun. Is it like? Emo without the screaming? Mm, think a little bit more like spa, you know? You're at the spa, you're relaxing cucumbers on your eyes, you know? Yeah, I can't I can't see Five Finger Death Punch as a spa music. <laughs> We're here to spa core. We're here to, We're to melt core. your faces with cucumbers and And metal. wax. We can wax your legs or something, yes. Uh, <laughs> Which which is pretty cool because we are in a salon. We are in a salon right now. It is sheer perfection. Got to give a plug out to my beautiful wife. This is her place of business. Well, this is not the actual salon. This is the uh, back part of the salon. But it, it does look pretty from the back. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so tell us. I'm having a little ADD moment. I yes. Do yes. So how I got into rock is a really funny story. Um, I remember being around five or six years old and I was living in St. Louis with my family and I walked into a room. We had a giant boom box playing the radio and I will never forget walking into the room and it just happened to be on a rock station. Now I'm a little 
kid, y'all. But Creed was on the radio, and I just stood there, and the earth stood still. (laughs) So I'll never forget that moment. But it kind of took a turn because... As I'm standing there and it's just touching my heart, my mom walks in the room and she goes, no, ma'am, we are not listening to that. You turn that off right now. (laughs) And I just felt so sad. And little did I know that many, many, many years later that I would be in rock music for forever. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. So... (laughs) So, so your uh, with your mom saying that was she like a, a very conservative Christian like like a heavy metal Christian metal is not really Christian metal kind yeah of thing. you know I was just so little that you know she was just trying to keep me away from any kind of like adult content or content that was just more mature and so she was like we're not doing hard rock no turn that off right now you need kids bop you know <laughs> but not knowing that some of the kids bop songs are very questionable on themselves so <laughs> yes i don't know how they do a couple of the bands playing kid, kid bop so yeah uh, so going through that you, so you lived in a christian family right through through your life it was a very religious household and yeah. what uh what denomination oh man i don't even know but yeah i came from a really strong religious upbringing to the point where it was just like a lot of fear a lot of shame so there was just a lot there that wasn't coming from love and it wasn't really coming from god it was just more like controlled and cold religion so i came out of a lot of that um catholic right no no i'm not gonna put any hate on any denomination but um but yeah it was just a pretty rough road in the religious arena for me so 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 you went through like any normal teenager you had your 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 ups and downs in in life right where uh, of course we're children we're going to make uh, a lot of I know I made a lot of mistakes, but uh, you through your your religious um, journey. So you went through that, right? Where you're where you're like in a stage where you're up here with God, and then next day you're like, hey, I, like a squirrel moment. You had an ADD moment, and you started seeing another trail or something. Did you have that? Because I know I had it when I was I was a kid. Uh, I know when I talked to Ben, he had those moments as well. Yeah. Um, honestly- Honestly, growing up and then into my teen years, I think with God, there would be moments when I I would really experience Him, and I just knew, okay, like, God loves me, or wow, He's really showing up right now in this moment, or there's no other explanation other than He's speaking to me. And then there'd be this dichotomy where on the other side there was just so much that was not love. It just was, you know, very legalistic, very cold, and more so about rules and behavioral adjustments to the point where it became like slavery, you know. I think the Bible said something like, um, the law brings death, you know, the letter of the law brings death, but, you know, it's just amazing where God has brought me, even in just the last one year, how he really, really shifted that for me in a big way um, into a place of peace and freedom. So, yeah, we're always kind of, especially in Christianity, I notice we're always kind of struggling 
maybe it's the Bible Belt, I don't know, but we're struggling with like the fear of condemnation, right? And then we hear the voice of the Good Shepherd and he's like, hey, I accept you, I love you, I receive you, come to me and I will give you rest. And we're like, okay, I'm going to run this way. So, so yeah, I think I did have a lot of ups and downs and a lot of confusion um, spiritually. And, uh, and, and it was the relationship that you were missing, right? You said you lived, it was more of a controlling atmosphere. Uh, so it was to the law. And usually when people just follow the law, they're not doing it out of love, out of wanting to be in that relationship. So I can feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen so many scriptures. I've seen so many uh, pastors, uh, you know, talking about that because you, it, it's it's cool that you know every inch of the Bible backwards <laughs> and forwards, upside down, uh, all the different. Um, you read all of the different books about it, but if you don't have that relationship, you're still you're just going in in a circle. Yeah, you're in a prison. Yeah, and. Um, with, with that uh, going through through your school, when did you realize that you had a voice? Like for singing? No, no, for everyday talking. Oh well, I kind of like came out of the womb screaming, you know. Oh okay, so, so that's maybe where the rock day came. one. But <laughs> day one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I remember one night I was maybe around seven years old. I was listening to Christina Aguilera, you know who that girl I see from Mulan, you know, Uh and it was such an emotional song that I was just laying in bed crying like a baby. Just, I was like, I don't know why I'm crying, listening to this beautiful song about finding identity. And, um, all of a sudden I just felt the presence of God in the room and he just rested on me and he was like, you're going to sing. And I was like, my heart just responded. I want to sing. And he's like, you're going to sing. And I'll never forget that. So, yeah, little opportunities kind of came my way over the years. After that point, you know, kids choir, they were like, Autumn, like, we want to hand you the microphone in the choir. I'm like, no, I'm scared. Like, nope, uh-uh, no, don't pick someone else. <laughs> but but you know now that you were made of a child of love and not a child of fear, and that's what you were doing. It's the enemy was putting these thoughts in your head that you're not good enough to, to, yeah. to do your gift. 20 or 21, just playing in the youth group for so long and oh my gosh that gave me such a foundation of learning how to like sing on stage or to perform with other people and then um, I started going to the Cornerstone met David Brown over here and we have done music together since I was 18 or so so that is over 10 years which is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And um, I did have my very first band. It was called Soul Meet Spirit. So shout out to those members. I appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, that lasted for maybe about two years or so. And with that, you know, it was just like a, a stepping stone, a you know, a cornerstone, you know, <laughs> a foundation to, to get you to where you're at now. And you and David, y'all been uh, friends, colleagues and all that stuff for 10 years. What do you do for the band? Um, I play guitar. Okay. You play guitar like um, the rhythm or lead or? Both. Both. Me and Ben kind of switch out, you know, <laughs> take turns. I can actually see you with like the guitar with the two heads. You play rhythm yes. and lead together. Yes. I would like to play one of those. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, you know, um, tell us a little something about you since you got the mic. Um, anything in particular or? 
Uh, tell us about uh, growing up. <clears throat> growing up as a little, little, little man. <laughs> so I grew up in uh, Arlington, Texas, my whole life. Go basically. Arlington. <laughs> yep. And so that's, um, I lived there up until uh, 2018, actually. I moved a little farther north, um, graduated school, which is why I moved. Um, yeah. So um, I guess the uh, in the college ministry because that's kind of a good place to <laughs> to go. So I was also helping with you know worship and stuff, mostly mostly acoustic stuff, although the occasional electric stuff. And so that was yeah as well with Autumn. That was a good place to you know really learn how to work with people, how to communicate, how to organize, and whatnot. So. Yeah. And uh, you started at a at a young younger. Um, age when you started playing guitar how long when when was uh what was your age when you started playing guitar so i got my first guitar when i was uh, seven years old on my seventh birthday um and then i kind of learned a little bit but then i mostly just forgot most of it and it kind of you know faded away for a while and then um when i was 14 for some reason i don't remember why but um I think it was my parents were like, Hey, do you want to take guitar lessons? And I was probably like, okay, yeah, sure. And so not knowing it at the time, but I started playing, started, I first started with my, you know, playing a guitar on my own a little bit, then started taking lessons. And that's when I really found a love for it and just never stopped ever since. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, so doing that and, and playing the guitar, uh, you know, it just reminds me of that, that guitar hero song back in the day, that one guitar. <laughs> but uh, growing up through that, uh, were you in any bands before uh, before Autumn? I was not actually. I wanted to, but just things <laughs> never never came to be. <laughs> so I just play guitar, you know, on my own. Made a bunch of random little recordings on an old uh, MP3 player back in the day, and yeah. So what you were doing, you were waiting for this opportunity to be a part of Autumn Eve. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. See, see, we we got we're digging in in the Johnny Tacos. We get real deep. We get so deep, we need waiters. And that's how deep we get. So uh, y'all met and y'all started um, playing together. Um, how did you get into the fold, man? <clears throat> well, I'm like laundry, just got into the fold and uh, straight out the dryer. I'm just kidding. Tumbled and just tumbled on in. Um, it was that last sock that was in right. the dryer from the pre. The missing piece, yeah. So my name is Ben. I'm the backup guitarist in case anything happens to David. I <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> So I met Autumn maybe a couple years ago through a mutual friend, and um, then I heard one day that she was giving singing lessons, and I had actually been looking for a singing coach, uh, but specifically for like hard rock and metal, and not you know just some of the ladies that teach basic old school traditional singing. I, I had kind of visited a couple, and I was like, this is not really what I'm wanting to learn. And then uh, Autumn's like, hey, I'm doing singing lessons, and so I'm like, okay. So I booked a session and and got to know Autumn. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking for people to kind of help me out with this project thing that I'm doing. I'm like, oh, you know, tell me more. And um, yeah, so she showed me some music. And then next thing you know, I'm like, okay, I think I can partner with this. Um, 
the biggest thing for me was not necessarily how incredible the sound was because I've, I've been asked by other people to help them out where they sound really good or the band is really good or they're really talented. But for me, what's important is I partner with people who have the right heart behind it. Um, specifically Isaiah 61 is very important to me and um, that's a big part of her mission and, and what she does proclaiming the good news to the poor um, beauty for ashes double portion uh, things like that and so I was like wow um, I've been in all these other bands I've been in metal bands and punk bands and every time I try to have a good message of hope and maybe the other members aren't quite maybe there spiritually on on the same page and um, I'm just so blessed to work with these guys we're we're equally yoked we um, we laugh together we cry together we travel together we pray together um, I love that we eat tacos together yes yeah <laughs> so yeah they, they like to rub salt in the wounds over here yes we have tacos right now yeah like, well <laughs> gee thank you thank you so much for can you describe this taco <laughs> oh man so it so it was kind of like a um a message from god that put y'all together at at a a time where y'all y'all were looking and you prayed and the one thing about it is having the patience of uh of just waiting for the right opportunity, and God uh, likes to likes to um, be there for you, and and He knows at His time, and He likes to surprise you with, with awesome uh, gifts that that just falls into your lap, so to speak. Right? He, he came in for a vocal vocal lesson, and you you didn't want to say, well, you know, maybe you're not a very good singer, but uh, I need a guitarist. <laughs> I've been working on it. <laughs> but uh, you you were in a bunch of bands. You were uh, you're still in. Are you still in uh, uh, Manifest? Yeah, we're working on Manifest uh, on and off. Still, um, we're doing that. Um, formerly, do something crazy, crazy with a K. Uh, uh -huh. If you guys know them, and then uh, Renatus. Uh, we started that band in 2011, and they're still touring around today, which is pretty cool. And uh, and also there was. Uh, uh, my mind just went blank for a second. That's that's what happens with old age. You start getting wiser when all the the, the intelligent stuff gets there for a second, and it just leaves. Quick, get them some tacos, quick. Yes, I, <laughs> tacos in the fridge. It's emergency. The blood sugar. It's the blood sugar. Break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell my wife to do that. Put that right there and there just have go. break glass just case. Uh, a taco emergency. A, a taco taco see taco see. There we go. So. You you're a uh, vocal coach. Yeah, I teach beginner vocals, beginner guitar, and I coach artists in development. So if they're like, man, I just want to learn how to write a song or how do I get my songs on Spotify, I help new artists with that. And uh, you you were doing it like before uh, the youth? Uh, were you doing that during your um, your time with the youth uh, no, ministry? No, I wasn't. I've only been doing that for about two years. Yeah, it's been really great. So, so um, about the time you met her, that's when she started uh, vocal coaching. Maybe I think we met maybe three years ago, something like that. And then I've been doing voice lessons for about two years, and yeah, it's just like super casual, helping people with their vocals. And with that, you know, you so so coming up with this uh, this project, Autumn Eve, which is 
which my uh, intern, his name is Mr. Intern, says that you sound uh, relatively like Lacey. And, you know, mm-hmm. Lacey is a, a DFW uh, born and bred, you know, Arlington uh, area. There is no greater compliment. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've been trying to get her on the show. And if you're looking on Facebook, Lacey, and we I love know you, you are. Lacey. Uh, you need to come on the Johnny Taco Show. Please quit avoiding my messages. You know you want to be on this show. Uh, I will have to get the guys from Finding Hope to find me some hope that you would be on this show. Yes. But uh, but yeah, uh, you you uh, also got to perf- uh, you went out to a concert. You performed right up there with uh, Theo Taran. Um, so I performed with Red Letter Rising, but I'm really great friends with Theo Terry and David and Monica. I adore them. Yeah, and they were on the show, and I told them that, that you kind of got me into listening to them because oh. uh, you're like, I got to I got to see my friends, and you were excited about the show. And I'm like, you know what? I got to hear. And then I heard, I was like, well, maybe I should go and uh, maybe you should do like a top 10 music thing. Here's some bands here you need to listen to. Listen to them now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they were really cool people. You got to perform with... Uh, with uh, Red Letter Rising. Yeah, and, and they were on the show. Uh, he was on the show not that long yes, ago, too. Yes, I have so many amazing Davids in my life. David Bean, David Brown... I just keep meeting great Davids. David Patacone. Everyone knows David Patacone. If you don't, check out his music. Yes. Yes, and uh, he's part of the street taco team because his last name has taco in it. Pato. Oh, my goodness. There. See, see, that, uh, see, see that shows that people want to be on the show, but they don't watch the show. Changing my name. It was in the show. Listen, I'm catching up. I am catching up. But there, yes. There's only 225 episodes. It's only uh, <laughs> 235 uh, hours. That's all. Okay, that's all. That's like five. <laughs> what are we doing seasons. later? <laughs> that's only five, uh, five seasons of a TV show. That's all. So um, you have uh, Courageous. Uh, yes, how, courageous. How many songs have you, do you have already ready to go? And so I've been writing songs since I was about six years old, and then I started writing way more around the age of fourteen. So I have so many songs that have yet to see the light of day in terms of releasing them, um, because I just really care about quality. I really want specific things in production and mixing and making sure that it sounds really top notch. So that's why I only have Courageous out at the moment. Um, I did have like a lot of other YouTube videos and stuff, but I decided to take them down for a time. So if you want to listen to anything, if you want to hear some secret stuff, message me. I will send you some secret links because I have not deleted them. They are still out there, but you have to come to me and message me for them. But um, the next one, I'm happy to announce song number two, that it's almost done. It's called Blood, Sweat and Tears. So that was, that's the next song on the album. Uh, and if it's any, if it's any as good as uh, Courageous, you know, it's going to be awesome to listen to, too. Um, 
Do y'all have any upcoming shows coming up? We do. So we're going to be at Bacon Fest on August 19th. So please get your tickets. And we're going to be going on pretty early in the day. So we'd love to see you. We'd love to have everybody come out. And uh, with, with you having that, are you going to do a couple of... Uh, a couple of songs. Um. So that's the thing. If you come to Bacon Fest on August 19th, you're going to hear a lot of new songs that are going to be on the album. So lots of secret material, you guys. Like We have so many songs during our set that you've never heard before, that I have never posted, I have never shared. You're going to hear them live. So... Is there any Flyleaf songs in there? <laughs> so I listened to Flyleaf for so many years, and God really healed my heart when I would listen to her songs. So whenever people say, you know, you sound like Lacey, like it really, truly is the biggest compliment I could ever receive as a musician, as a singer. Um, so if if my music does resemble that, it's just because of how much her music impacted me and all the guys in her band. Like a homage, a uh, homage, homage, uh, homage, or. A homage. I don't know. It, it's it, it's a different word for different area. You know, Texas is homage, homage. Yeah, uh, her well, music just impacted me so much as an artist. So, and and it shows it shows in in that song, uh, courageous, which we'll be listening to. If if you're on live, you won't be listening to it now. So that just gives you. Uh, a lot of uh, ump to listen to the podcast because at the end of this episode we will be playing courageous. <laughs> yes. but the one thing I want to know is who does the drums? So, um, are you familiar with the artist Zana? Yeah. Okay, so her husband Patrick he did the drums for Courageous, and so I am so wowed by them. I had nothing to worry about. I was like, yeah, like whatever you want to do, just go for it. I know it's good, and I wasn't even there. He was like, cool, I'm in the studio, you know. So he did all the drums, and yeah, they were fantastic. And I think it's so awesome that we have the technology where someone. Uh, if you wanted to get like a, a guitar riff from India or you want to get some backing vocals from Taiwan or or anywhere else you can you can have them do that and just send you that that layer and then you can layer it all together in a nice little happy package which is courageous because everybody's yes. where where did, um where does this song come from is this a a song from your past yeah, so um, let's see. For Courageous, I whenever I'm writing vocals, a lot of times I just improv. So I listen to the guitar and I just start flowing. I just start letting the words come out, right? So when I would hear the guitar and how it sounded kind of sad, it sounded a little bit melancholy and like it sounded like someone was crying for help when I was listening to the instrumental. And so um, I just started improving in the car while I was driving to Austin a few years ago. And yeah, a lot of the song developed into this theme about mental health and um, overcoming those kind of battles like PTSD, depression, anxiety. And so um, it's kind of like reaching out to God for help, but then you realize he's always been reaching for you. So um, we need the courage in the dark before we get to the dawn. 
so courageous is just like that reminder whenever you're in the thick of it and you do not feel courageous because a lot of times bravery does not feel brave and courage does not feel courageous most of the time. So it's just like that war cry of like, remind me, remind me, your love is my anchor. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. You know, you have to tell yourself that sometimes. And um, it's a good fight song. And, you know, I couldn't say it better myself, you know, and you have to have that courage to seek God. You know, you have to be like that tax collector who climbed the tree because he wanted to he wanted to see Jesus. You know, he could have made any excuse in this world like, oh, I'm too short or there's too many people there or it's too hot or, you know, <laughs> I, I have a manicure at, in about 10 minutes. But he, he did his best to push through and just try to get his attention. Mm. And when you get the, when you seek the attention of God, God's eyes uh, turn towards you and you get that attention. And then, then you, uh, it, when he sees you, you see who you are, who you really are because you want to be a good person. You want to be a good person. You want to do good things. And we're only human. Of course, we're going to slip. We're going to fall. Um, you know, metaphorically and, you know, literally. <laughs> you know, if there's a banana peel, you know, yes. you will fall. Yes. But. So no bananas. <laughs> All right, David. No bananas. I'll take that. <laughs> I, you look like a kind of guy that, that eats some bananas. For... <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. I slipped at work last week, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I told you. I caught myself. But... You caught yourself. You caught yourself slipping? Yeah. Oh, those, those <laughs> dang bananas. So uh, do you have a merch? Do you have a website where someone can like, hey, you know what? I, I love what they're doing. I love the ministry that they're spreading. I want to do something. I want to buy some memorabilia. I want to buy something or even donate to to help. So I don't have merch at the moment. Just really focus on um, putting the songs together for the album one song at a time. So so right now, that is just a huge way that if you want to support, then you can Venmo me, you can cash at me to help put the album together, to finish production, to keep recording. Um, so yeah, please reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook. Would love to hear from you. Even if you just want to say hi, like, please message me, talk to me. Let's do it. Yeah. And you know what? The, the best thing to do to help bands out is actually... Uh, go on that website and share that website and say, hey, you know, I love this band. Here, check them out. And then you get more and more uh, people to listen to your music. And that's what it needs to be because if you're doing it for God, um, unfortunately, I've seen it so many times that people that are, uh, you know, they don't do it for God. They do it for the wrong reasons. They get rich quick. They go and, and they get all this stuff. But what happens when you don't build a, a firm foundation on what you want? You can stack it with the best mansion. You can you can put all the best things on it. But if it, if a good wind goes through, and it happens with a lot of secular bands, a, a, a wind goes through and it knocks everything down. Or just a banana peel. <clears throat> yeah, David. Every time. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> So um, you said you have Bacon Fest. Is there anything after that? Are, are y'all thinking about being part of the Battle of the Bands? So I'm just so committed to the album. You know, like everyone 
who has told me that they love Courageous, they're like, I can't wait for more music. And I'm like, I can't wait for more music too, because I'm working so hard trying to get it together. And it's mostly just a financial thing of just taking it one step at a time, um, putting the money where um, it's going to bring out the quality and the sound, the right producers, the right songwriters, you know. So that's my number one focus right now. So please keep keep in touch and please listen to Courageous, share Courageous. And song number two is almost done. But I definitely know we're going to be playing more shows eventually. And on the uh, Taco Metal Hour, hopefully I can premiere that song. Thank you. So, and, you know, before we go, because we're getting close to the end, before we get to Courageous, so you can listen to the podcast again and again and again, <laughs> um, is there anything would you like to, uh, all three of uh, uh, would you like to say to the new listeners, to the old listeners, to people that are, they, they want to do something, they want to have a ministry to uh, to to just help build the kingdom, but they don't feel they have the passion, or they feel they're scared. You know that fear thing, mm. like you had when you said, "I don't want to sing solo." You know, yeah. unfortunately, I don't have that fear of singing solo. They just say, "Hey, we need you solo that nobody can hear you." <laughs> so you know. Um. You know, if I could encourage anyone or give advice to anyone, um, there's this theme right now in my life that is working, and that theme is use what you have. You know, a lot of times we think, how do I get here? Like, how do I get to that mountaintop? And it's just baby steps. Um, so honestly, a lot of times the right people or the right resources are just right in front of you, and you have to start with what you have, you know? So that is huge, huge, huge. There's no better time to do music than right now in history like you said it's so easy to work as an artist with other artists in other states continents it's really easy to collab right now with so many people if you're thinking about music and you're just lacking confidence like get lessons you know go to a teacher or someone who can really encourage you and build you up and not tear you down um or whatever it is just take a baby step and just allow god's love to come and push out the fear yeah, because you have to walk before you can run, but you have to crawl before you can walk. So, so yeah, that, that that's pretty awesome words to say to somebody, uh, David. And and don't just say, do not slip on bananas. Thank you. Have a good even, day. Even though that's great advice. <laughs> the book of David. <laughs> there we go. Guitar notes. Yes. But along with like what I would say to someone who maybe doesn't know what their passion is, um, or even taking the first baby steps, like there's always, someone always needs help somewhere. Like you can always you know, talk to that person who's all by themselves. Um, you can always give your time um, to just reaching out to people. Awesome. Awesome work. I'm so happy you're, you're just like a bowl full of energy today. <laughs> is it that hot outside? It kind of is. Yeah. In Texas. And and usually guitars are like jumping all over the place. You have to tell them, calm down. Calm down. So what about you, Ben? To quote Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite quotes, and this is for somebody that's listening. <clears throat> You're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. And so I want to tell you, 
If God has placed something on your heart, if he's given you a passion, whether it's music or ministry, whether you like to cook food, whether you like to draw, whether you like cars, God has given you those desires of your heart for a specific purpose and a reason. And let me tell you that it may seem uncomfortable to take some of those small baby steps, but I'll tell you one thing that I've learned is it's a lot more uncomfortable to not take the steps and stay in stagnation. So find the one small little thing that you know you can do that you can get done. And if you don't even know what that is, just ask God. It says in the word that if you ask for wisdom, he's guaranteed to give it to you. That is a promise. And so just begin to ask him. But I guarantee you the second that you take a small step, he's going to start opening up doors in your life. And it's just going to be wild and amazing. That's all I got. I'm over here like visioning like some uh, powerful music in the back when he's talking about it. You know, just <laughs> You raise me up. Oh, Lord, you're going more like chin, 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 but. Uh, well, yeah. Anyways, that, that just went all kinds of way. But uh, I want to thank y'all again for being on, being over here. Um, you know, with without, uh, you know, individuals like you are um, with uh, your ministry, um, there, there wouldn't be people out there being saved on a daily because some people don't want to go to church because they feel uh, if I go to church, I am going to be uh, made fun of because of the clothes I wear or the way I look or maybe I have a defect, uh, a physical defect and people are just going to stare at me and not worship God. You know, people have that fear because they, they're, they're scared of that, that church hurt too. Um, but with with music that people can resonate with. You know, there, there's so many different genres out there to resonate with different people because, you know, we're not all the same. We're, we're cut from the same cloth, but we're, we're all different. We have different blemishes and different textures. Um, you know, me, it's, it's always been metal. And then when I found out there's Christian metal, and it just slowly starts pushing away from the regular secular metal to Christian metal. And I start feeling a lot more positive about myself because I'm taking that, that role of God. And to thank, thanks to people like uh, Convictions and, you know, uh, Theo Terran and, you know, just bands like that, uh, True Believers, uh, A War of Ages, um, Ascending King stuff, uh, bands like that, who really open up doors to to show a, a different light of Christian, because we're we're supposed to go out there and and rescue that one and leave the ninety nine to rescue that one, right? We're 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 supposed to be more like Jesus, but we live in a world today where we're we're not more like Jesus. We're more like that one lost that's out there because we're living in selfie world where everything is self, 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 self. And that was one of uh, the devil's greatest things is that he, his vanity, his self, and we live in there. And, and it's just awesome to meet people that are, that are putting aside their selfish needs and going out there and performing and, and just showing their heart and how much they love God and they're, and they're leading by example. And I want to thank, you know, you, Autumn, David, uh, Banana Man, and uh, Ben uh, for uh, f for being kind of like the ushers 
into bringing more people into because y'all y'all are the the radio wave pastures. Oh, oh man, I don't know about that, but but thank you, and I receive all of that. You know, well, we're 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 not perfect. You know, we're going to make mistakes. You know, even even pastors, your pastor at your church. You know, you go to your church, your your pastor there. If you tell tell them and ask them, hey. Are you a perfect person? Because you're a pastor. You're supposed to be a perfect person. You're supposed to lead. And you're not supposed to do a bad thing. You're not supposed to cuss when you when you bang your nail, uh, bang your hand with a when you're trying to uh, hammer a nail. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't found that one in the Bible, but <laughs> but but you know they're going to say no. I'm not perfect. I'm just like you. I have my needs. I have my desires. I have my demons where I fight every day. And but the one thing that separates uh, a Christian from everybody else is that they know that God's coming, that Jesus is coming. He's He's coming. He's He's building that that kingdom. He's gonna bring heaven to earth. He's gonna take us away to paradise. And that's why I like wearing uh, uh, Hawaiian because if you're going to paradise, <laughs> you want something nice, right? You want a Hawaiian shirt, maybe a non-alcoholic drink with an oh umbrella. My. You know, because we're going to paradise, right? At the end of the day, we're, we're going to be with Jesus, and that's paradise. Uh, thank you all again for being on the show. We're getting close to uh, courageous. We're going to be courageous enough to play this song at the end of the day. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being on the sh- to listening. All the new listeners that happen to show up on the Johnny Taco Show thinking, hey, this guy's going to teach us how to make some tacos. This is a hidden food network show. Uh, the one thing I I hate to disappoint is the only thing I do with tacos is eat them. I rarely make them. Uh, so that wouldn't be a very good podcast. And you just see Johnny eating a taco. Dough, which uh, probably could make millions of views. I've seen some yeah, weird like stuff Yeah, like hot wings, there. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I want to thank y'all. Y- y'all are welcome here. You know, uh, God had turned you on to this show. There was a reason why. And it was a testimony of my guest or my constant babbling. Whichever one. Um, I want to thank all the diehard listeners. You know who you are. Um I have a specific set of skills, and that's my social media. I see all the people that enjoy this show and want to keep uh, keep this going and going and going. Uh, you are the sour cream on the Taco Supreme, and without y'all, I would be talking to the wall, and that would give enough ammunition for my wife to put me away in Gotham City forever. Uh, I just want to thank y'all. I want to thank Chris Johnson, my producer, for... Uh, putting in the uh the excellent effort in making these episodes better and better and better uh thank my intern chris uh for being the cameraman thank you chris uh want to thank uh filthy rich for always pushing forth the taco brand to all the street taco gang out there i am johnny tacos and we are out god bless you god keep you don't have yourself a good day no good sir good ma'am Have yourself a great day. Till we meet again.